Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. Dolly Parton, 9 to 5. Probably an appropriate uh, song to play this morning as I've got Caleb Francis in the studio from the Shepparton News because we're both working today. We just work on through, don't we, Caleb? Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's a grand final public holiday. No rest for the wicked. Definitely no rest <laughs> for the wicked. Uh, you're on one of them live and local. It is eight past eight, and it is that time of the week where we do the week that was with a journalist from the Shepparton News. It's usually Caleb, and it is Caleb today. Good morning. Good morning. Up bright and early on this public holiday. Yes, the rest of my family is sleeping in or still. <laughs> Are you into the football? Sort of. I'm not, sort of. I, I enjoy the... Uh, I, I'm going up to Melbourne. You are? To, uh, tomorrow. That'll be down to Melbourne. Yeah, down to Melbourne. <laughs> you are? Yes. To see the game? Well, not the game. I'm going to one of the live sites okay. with one of my friends. So. Oh, well, that's, that's more de- de- dedication than I'm, yeah, I'm going to be showing. He's a big Collingwood supporter, so okay. he's convinced me to, oh, good. to go down to, I think it's the... some oval. Yep. Not sure what the name of the Oval is. but Lots of different live sites around uh, Melbourne because um, obviously not everyone can fit it at the MCG, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's going to get something like 100,000 people down there for the, just for the parade today, apparently. Really? Yes. Well, the public holiday's worth it then. Yeah. Well, that, I think that was the idea of the public holiday, get, to get people along to these uh, parades. But then, of course, you know, when you're in a regional area, that uh, it's a bit of an effort to get down there, yes. isn't it? So I guess we most of us just get get the day off, get a sleep in the day before the public holiday. Now, just before we get on with the week that was, Caleb, um, I did say to you sometime back to entice you back into the studio because we've been doing a lot of phone interviews, I will get you a chocolate apple from the chocolate apple factory down there at Kyla because you've, nev- you've never tried one, have you? No, never. But you emailed me at five something like 5.38 p.m., Yesterday to say that, yes, I'm coming to the studio. How am I supposed to get a chocolate apple between now and then? So I am chocolate apple-less. I have to apologise. It's okay. I forgive you. (laughs) You need to give me more notice because, of course, I can't just buy a chocolate apple and just have it sitting there in case you come in because they are apples. That's true. They do go off eventually. So the live tasting of the the chocolate caramel apple... That Caleb was possibly thinking you might going to be get, getting this morning. We're going to postpone that, and you're going to have to let me know a couple of days in advance. I definitely will, but I um, hope the apple isn't a couple of days old. Oh, a couple of days old is okay, just not a couple of weeks old. They, they do last, oh, yeah. but not forever, of course. So on to more serious matters. Uh, big stories of the week. I guess there's no getting past the fact that our Premier has changed. Yes, we've got a new Premier, and our... Past Premier has, well, previous Premier has resigned, so... Yes, whatever you think about that, I did uh, have a little chuckle at the uh, Herald Sun headline, and I don't often chuckle over Herald Sun uh, headlines, I'm probably more likely to cry over some of them, but there, there was a good one this week. Not even saying I agree with the sentiment, but it was a clever play on words, debt man walking. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty it's incredible. Good, pretty good one. Uh, oh. bi- incredibly biased headline, but still quite a funny yeah. play on words. So um, I guess what can we say about that? Maybe it's good that we've got a regional member who is now the new Premier might help us. She knows Shepparton very well. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it was, it was a bit of a shock for everyone, even though, you know, 
months ago, people were saying that, you know, when Jacinta Allen went on holiday, she went overseas, so she's preparing herself to take up the top job. But I don't think anybody really saw it coming, especially not, you know, as soon as it has. Hmm. Um, but that's that then. You didn't muck around and gone the next day. I yeah. guess you, you can't you can't really say you're resigning and then hang around in politics, can you? No, definitely not. And he's resigned from his seat as well, so he will no longer be a an MP. He'll just be a public citizen like the rest of us. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's it's really good that we've got somebody from regional Victoria that yeah. is representing um, us as as the premier. Because even in today's paper, we'll see that you know. There was, even though there was some, you know, I wouldn't say praise, but, you know, gratefulness from many people, um, there was also a lot of criticism. Always. Yeah, yeah. always. But particularly because of the, well, from what the people were saying, we had, you know, the state member for Shepherd and Kim O'Keefe. We had a um, member for Euroa, Annabelle Cleland, and the leader of the Nationals, Peter Walsh. What they were saying was that, they are upset or, you know, disappointed that he didn't invest as much as what they think he could have in regional Victoria. So I, I suppose, you know, as the opposition, there will always be, you know, yes. something to oppose. But um, hopefully now that we've got somebody from regional Victoria, we, we will be seeing a bit more, at least, you know, they'll be pleasing the opposition or the people in regional Victoria. But we've also we can got, only hope. Yeah, but we've also got a lot of, um, you know, praise and, and gratefulness uh, from um, many people in different sec- sections of society. You know, we had um, the... Sorry, I'm trying to get the name of the woman out. We had the... Um, organisation, maybe? Yes, yeah, the organisation. We had the... Uh, the Victoria's Royal Australian College of GPs. So we had Anita, I think it's Munoz. She she sort of, you know, thanked the Premier for his work and for all that he's done, you know, for Victoria. And, you know, people were acknowledging that, you know, it is a tough job, regardless of whether or not, <laughs> not you... Not regardless of whether or not there's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and things like that too. We've had people criticising him for the way he handled the pandemic, but I often think, you know... Could somebody else do a better job? Yeah, and everyone you know? was making it up as they went along, that's for sure. Definitely. And I mean, of course, I guess a lot of the criticism, as I alluded to in that Herald Sun headline, has been um, about the debt that we now have. And of course, none of us like that feeling of the, the fact that, you know, generations to come are going to have to pay that off. But yeah. uh, again, we have been through some unprecedented times. Yeah, and, and I really hope that, you know, with Jacinta Allen and now that she does a good job and that she's able to get us through these issues because... The last thing that I would like to see is, you know, if, you know, if we still have this massive debt and with the election, if, you know, Labor were to lose the next election for something similar to happen, you know, what happened with Joan Kerner, where, you know, a female premier stepped in and they were, you know, given a massive debt when they first came in. I mean, Joan was given billions of dollars in debt. And then get blamed for it. Yes, and then get blamed for Mm -hmm. it, you know, lose an election and then get blamed for it and, you know, be crude. Um, scrutinised because of their gender. Uh, good point that you raise there, Caleb, because I think she's only the second, Jacinta Allen is only the second female Premier after Joan Kerner. Yes. And I just really hope that the times of, have passed where we are judging our female leaders differently just because they're female. It's just, you know, um, uh, questions about what they wear or comments about what they wear and things like that uh, Just uh, and just judging them more harshly because they're female. I really hope we, we pass that. No, yeah, definitely. 
What have been the other big stories of the week, Caleb? Uh, I mean, there's been lots, but uh, a few that... Uh took your fancy or that you wrote that you want to highlight? Um, well, I'd like to mention the GVL Grand Final. So I was there on Sunday. The atmosphere was, you know, incredible. I couldn't... It was my fir- the first time that I've been to, you know, a Grand Final. Well, they get six, over 6,000 people there? Yeah, it's around, yeah, around 6,000 people there. Um, I spoke to the ladies at the barbecue and the, and the men at the barbecue as well, and they were saying that they ordered, you know, about 20 dozen eggs and about an hour and a half into it there was one there was one dozen left (laughs) wow yeah so um good fundraising great fundraising so it was the i think it was shep united and shep bears that co-hosted um the event so i think it's really good because you know they were able to you know feed the crowds and make a bit of money for the clubs definitely so i think you actually have to pay to get in you do don't you it's a small amount but you do have to pay to get I in think you oh you just, I, I, you I, just, I, I just swanned on in my didn't journalism you? privileges <laughs> <laughs> well i went to a kdl semi-final a couple of weeks back for the netball and i had to pay oh. i think five i might have even been 10 and i was happy to do that because i thought wow this is a great fundraiser but all the same, I was kind of a little bit so. Oh, oh, okay, you want money? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'd assume that you'd have to pay because I was. I'm, I'm part of the Rotary. I know you just had an easier yes. before, but I've I manned the gates at Marupna recently a few few weeks ago, mm. and and people had to pay to get in. And yeah. yeah, some of the stories you hear, you know, don't have a credit card. I, my niece has got my credit card. I can't pay. <laughs> So they have the they have the square. Yeah, they've got the square. Ah, so there's yeah. no excuses. No excuses, and it's not it's card only. So ah, well, yes. Well, the one I went to was cash. That was oh, okay. at uh, Tongala. No, Tongala. No, Stanhope. Okay. I got confused there because it was at Stanhope, but I went to Tongala, so I had to then look it up and go back to Stanhope. Oh, it's great. Anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, fantastic. Well done to all involved in yeah. the GVL. It's all over now for another year. Yeah, and and, and Achuca, incredible wins by Achuca. You know they on, won the on both. Yeah, yeah they football won the and netball. senior football and the shows. <laughs> Definitely, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the Achuca. I think it was the. I can't remember what team it was, but Achuca against the Marupna Cats in netball. And there was one of the the parents there, and I interviewed him, and he was just the enthusiasm coming from him was just incredible. Yeah. Because I think they lost. I don't think they made it into the grand final last year, or they lost, or something like that. But when they won, it was just you know I couldn't Euphoric. be. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. I think um, another big story was the January twenty sixth decision that council had made. So the councillors voted to cease holding and supporting Australia Day activities on January 26th next year. So um, what this will really mean is that I don't think there'll be any official celebrations on January 26th coming from council. Talking about maybe moving it to the next day or something, aren't they? Yes, well, from what council have said is that they're, they're wanting to do it in the, the last few days of the month. So around that time, just not on the day. And this is also, you know, they're trying to push the, the federal government to change the date. And that was one of the reasons that they're trying to hold these events on, on different days as well. Because January 26th next year is a Friday. So if they could easily move it to the Saturday if they yeah. wanted. That's fair enough. And people, of course, you know, cue all the people who, you know, get out on their keyboard, do the keyboard warrior thing and say, you know, count local council has no place making, you know, comments on such a thing. But, you know, everything comes from local to start with. Exactly. And, and we elected them to make these decisions for us. So, 
I think, you know, they've got a duty and they've got a role. And it's nothing to stop people from doing whatever they want on January 26th. You Definitely. know, they're not sort of banning activities. They're just saying they're not going to have any officially anything. sanctioned ones. Yeah. Anything else you want to highlight, Caleb? Daylight savings. I yes. Think. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the reminder. So is this Saturday? Sunday, I think, isn't it? 2am? I don't know. 2am on Sunday. That's are you sure? Yes, I am sure. Okay. 1st of October. So what do we do? We... Jump forward or leap back? It must be... We jump forward. So we lose an hour. Forward. Like yes. I always remember spring. So that's how I remember it. Spring forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the time goes forward. Yeah. Yeah. So 2am, we spring forward to 3am, do we? Yes. So you will be coming here an hour earlier. Oh, my God. Week. Just what I need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prepare for the jet lag. That's the great thing about, I guess, using your iPhone as a, or all these digital devices as your as your alarm or your or your your clock. It does it automatically. Yes. Which, uh, but yeah, I'm preparing for a week of exhaustion next week. Oh, one hour! Come on, Gary. one hour is, is a lot. A lot I, can be I, done in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you can lay on the couch for an hour. I actually love daylight saving. I mean, we've already seen, you know, that it's it's getting lighter in the evenings. Mm. Uh, sunset is getting later, and now it gets even later. Really gives you that sense of being able to do something after your working day. Definitely, and you've yeah. got the warm evenings. I love it. A lot of people hate it. I know. What's your feeling? No, I do. I do. When I Obviously, when I when I moved here four years ago, we had it was during the daylight savings period. So I thought, oh, this is incredible. And then we got the extra hour when we went into winter. But then the second year, who wants an extra hour in winter? (laughs) (laughs) So I got an extra hour of sleep, which was a good thing for me. But then when it got back to daylight savings, I thought, oh my goodness, I didn't realise that this is how it worked. So uh, was that an alien concept to you when you came here? Yes, very. It was very foreign. We didn't we don't have daylight savings back in South Africa. I think it's because. We're pretty. It's general that the weather's pretty general. Or real, or not as extreme. No, yeah. not as extreme. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So that's a very good reminder, everyone. Don't forget, uh, spring forward an hour uh, on uh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Yes. Are you sure it's Sunday morning and not Saturday? I'm pretty sure. I'm. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. You got me worried. Yes, Sunday two a.m. Okay, I think that's dangerous. I think they should do it on Saturday because. But, you know, people, not as many people have to get up on Sunday morning. But what would I know about such matters? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caleb, I'd better let you get on to work because I know you're working today, yes. as we said earlier. Now, don't forget, we're going to do this chocolate apple thing because you can't live in Shepparton and, and have never tried a chocolate apple and you're not allowed to go and get one for yourself in the meantime. That's cheating. I won't. I was actually there recently. Did you, the, and you restrained yourself? Yes, I got coconut Chocolate covered chocolate. Oh, there's yeah. so many. There's so much to choose yeah, from so there. So much. I, I try not to go in there too often because <laughs> it's very dangerous. But they do. Um, they do this amazing. Did I tell you this before? This amazing freeze dried thing they do. No. Do you know what? Do you know? I don't know how they do it. I, I should get someone on to talk about it. So they freeze dry things. So for example, they'll get like you know how big minties are. They're like you know this big, which is quite small. A minty. Yeah. They freeze dry them and then they, they become like about three or four times the size and then the texture is almost like it's still lovely and sweet and lollyish, but it's like chalk. Okay. It's this, and they do that with all these different, you know, zombie chews? Yes. My, yes. my young son got these zombie chews and they were like four times the size. <laughs> oh, and he, oh, he was just in heaven. So, yeah, it's a really odd thing they do. And I think it's, it, it is like a way of preserving things. Yeah. Like you can freeze dry you know, fruit and things like that. It preserves them. But with the lollies, I think it's just the novelty factor of like they're bigger and they're different. Anyway, 
check it out for yourself. <laughs> we'll I might bring you a zombie chew yeah, as well. Yeah, maybe instead of the apple. <laughs> no, no, you've got to do the apple. But so let me know. Maybe maybe next Friday? Yes. See how you're going. I'll see if I'm you're alive because of the daylight savings. <laughs> check, check your very busy schedule for me, Caleb, and let me know. Thanks a lot for your time this morning. Thanks, Jerry. And have a great short weekend. <laughs> Not a long weekend. Have a great Thank short you. weekend. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the Code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message, retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value-for-money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club. The Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.